that's a beautiful God's first introduction to us. So the God that we know, the first introduction that we have of God is a God that builds, is a God that is intelligent, is a God that is a designer. The Bible says that in the beginning, that darkness filled the earth and there was void in the world. And the spirit of God began to brood and began to meditate. And the Lord was able to take that darkness and he was able to command light to come out of the darkness. It is a process of creation. It is a process of birthing. It is a process of calling the things that be not to become. And you see the entire process by which a thing moves from the invisible realm into physical manifestation. It requires a divine nature. It requires a theos to make that happen. Because the Bible did not say God created light and then he called it and put the light and the darkness side by side. No, he called the light out of the darkness. And so I need you to understand how very critical and important it is. So when God begins to call you a builder, many times we are expecting that a stage would already be set for us. Many times we're expecting that all the necessary conditions will be in place for us to be able to build. But when God calls you a builder, he's looking at the darkness of your nation. He's looking at the darkness of your generation. He's looking at the darkness of your home. He's looking at the darkness of your marriage. He's looking at the seeming darkness of your womb. He's looking at the darkness of your business currently. And he's telling you, I have called you to build. So the question is, how can you then call light out of darkness because light is the first element that is needed in building if you'll be a builder the first element you need is light light speaks about illumination light speaks about clarity light speaks about revelation it is with light that you are able to see the picture that even exists in the room so we need light and we need illumination but the question is how do you call illumination out of darkness for you to be able to call illumination out of darkness one of the first things you need to do is acknowledge the darkness. The reason why many of us have not been able to deal with the circumstances of our lives is because we are too afraid to acknowledge that the darkness exists. Now, when I say acknowledge the darkness, I'm not saying reverence the darkness. I'm not saying worship the darkness. I'm not saying fear the darkness. I'm saying acknowledge that it exists. The Bible says, yeah, in all things, do not be afraid of your adversaries. For when you are not afraid of your adversary, it is a sign to him of his perdition and it is a sign to you of your victory. So for you to not be afraid of your adversary, that means you recognize that the adversary exists. And the fact that you are not afraid of his existence is a sign to you that you are victorious and a sign to him that he is defeated. So for you to be able to call light out of darkness, you have to do what the Holy Ghost did, what the Theos, the Elohim did in Genesis 1. The Bible says, and the spirit of God brooded over the waters. Now, for you to be able to call light, which is the first element you need as a builder, you need to know how to brood over darkness, how to recognize that this is exactly what exists in my life as my limitation, as my blind spot, as the very thing that, uh, as the thing that for lack of a better word, that ties my hand behind my back. You have to acknowledge what the darkness is because darkness, in itself speaks about a lack of clarity, speaks about a lack of illumination, speaks about um, limitation. So you have to sit down and take record 
of the works of darkness and the manifestations of darkness and the implications of darkness in your life. And why am I saying this to you? Because no matter how high we rise in this life as believers, there will always be darkness that surrounds us. Why? Because we are in this world and we are engaging and we are fighting with the prince of darkness. So as long as you are fighting with the prince of darkness, you will most likely enter territories of darkness. So you have to be able to distinguish between when the darkness surrounds you and when the darkness is within you. Many times when we encounter the darkness we have been called to war with and the darkness surrounds us, we tend to think that it is the darkness that is within us. So many Christians don't know how to distinguish darkness within and darkness around. So those are two completely different things. So as you are evaluating the darkness, you have to evaluate it within these two parameters. What is the darkness around that I'm dealing with? And what is the darkness within that I'm dealing with? But the Bible begins to speak about the fact that if indeed we are in God and we are in Christ, and if we did, we are the theos, and we have received the theos nature of God, that means we have no darkness because the Bible speaks concerning him, that the God is the God of light, and in him there is no darkness. There is no shadow of turning. So that means within us also, if we have embedded ourselves in God, darkness should not exist within us. But you cannot take away the fact that darkness exists around you. Now, for you to be able to combat the darkness and for you to be able to call light out of the darkness, you must be able to evaluate the darkness. Now, here is the thing we need to recognize about what happened in Genesis. The light did not come from afar off. The light came from within the darkness. So that means darkness in itself holds its own treasures. So one of the treasures you find in the dark is the treasure of light. So the question is, why is it that many times we run away from the darkness? Why is it that many times as the church, we don't teach people how to address darkness, how to analyze darkness? Many times we feel that we are powerful when we are outside of the terrain of darkness. But God went to the darkness and it was from there he called light out. So you may be looking at some people, you may be looking at a child and say, my goodness, I see so much works of darkness within that child. That is the child you should brood upon because within that darkness, darkness is actually a covering of deceit that wants to cover and deceive, deceive you and derail you and make you walk away from potential promises. I hope you are with me this morning. Please, if you are with me, let me know because this room is cold. It wants to make you walk away from potential promises. So you have to be able to take the time to analyze the darkness. And to say, okay, what exactly am I dealing with? The dark, if it is a darkness in your nation, what are the appearances of the darkness? You know, how does it appear economically in your life? How does it appear spiritually in your life? What are the strongholds that this darkness walks through in your life? I hope you are writing. What are the strongholds that it walks through? You know, what are the patterns of the darkness? What are the seasons in which the darkness occurs and manifests? You know, what, um, what are the entry points that it enters through? You know, what are the triggers? 
that, that, that trigger it to occur in your life or in your sphere. You know, the times that you have combated it, what were the weapons you used? So you have to take notes of all these things. You know, what are the patterns, the seasons, the triggers, the weapons? You know, how do they um, occur, manifest? All of these things, you have to analyze it very carefully. Why? Because you are going to war. An enemy that you cannot adequately analyze, you can never defeat. You know, so let us not be quick to run away and to act as, they, as though these things don't exist, but let us be quick to analyze them. This is why the Bible says that the Holy Ghost brooded over. And so one of the nature of the divine one is the nature of meditation and evaluation. If you will actually truly be a divine one that God has called, you must have the nature of meditation and evaluation. You see, I found out that one of the things that the enemy has used to plague this generation is the inability to evaluate. It is the inability to, um, to, 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 to look into situations really keenly. So we are constantly bombarded with all kinds of information, left, right, and center. We are bombarded with all kinds of things and it affects our ability to sit down and to evaluate a situation. Why? Because our minds are being trained to never be able to meditate. That that's what the enemy is doing. But a, a, a believer, a theos, a divine one that cannot meditate, a divine one that cannot brood, cannot call light out of darkness because it takes this, this, this entire system of meditation. Now, um, you then have to be in the midst of the brooding. You then have to be able to find the substance of light in the midst of the dark. Now, in the midst of the circumstances of your life, in the midst of the circumstances of your, your finances, in the midst of the circumstances of your home, in the midst of the circumstances of your calling, in the midst of the circumstances of your relationship, what is the stream of light within it? What are the promises that God gave in that matter? You are in a land today and you are saying to yourself, ah, I really want to leave this place. I don't think it can work. I don't think the Lord is with me. Everything I've done since I got here is not working. The question is, in the midst of that seemingly dark situation, what is the streak of light in it? What did God say to you that moved you to that place in the first place? What is the word that you were riding upon? You have to know how to call light. The Bible says, and God called light out of darkness. That means light has ears. That means light has understanding. That means light has leg. That means light has the capacity to move and to answer when it is called. So you have to understand how the elements of the spirit realm works. Many times the things that will bring power to us are lying docile within the darkness of our lives. And we just have to learn how to navigate through it. So you have to understand that this was the kind of way that Daniel walked in the midst of Babylon. The Bible declares that Daniel was the head of the witches, the sorcerers, and the astrologers, all of these people that were dealing with all kinds of dark arts and witchcraft. Daniel was their head and their master in the midst of them. How did Daniel navigate through that darkness to cause the light of the deliverance of his people to come forth? How did he navigate through the darkness without being 
um, staying without being chained to the darkness that he is constantly and daily evaluating? How was he able to bring the good of God? How was he able to bring power? How was he able to bring strength to the point that he was able to survive four different kings and he was a necessity as long as Babylon existed? What was it about Daniel? This skill and this expertise is what will preserve you for you that God has called to government, for you that you are working in an industry that they have said it is impossible for a person to work here and not be corrupted. Your ability to see light and ride upon the wings of light and journey upon the paths of light in the midst of the darkness is what will give you the capacity to not only stand out, but to stand strong and to be able to redeem the darkness in, in your generation. I hope you are with me. So after evaluating, you need to be able to find the light and say, Papa, in the midst of this whole thing, what are the promises that you have made? What is your word in the midst of it? What is your position in the midst of it? What is your posture in the midst of it? Father God, how do you see the matter? What is it that I should be warring for? And what is it that I should be walking away from? In the bareka sove in the vekelen di barosa tela. Oh, shampareke duska tevaha. This morning, mandole keleba. I want you to pray that God's supernatural intelligence will be awakened from within you. Because you have already received his divine nature. You have already received his exceedingly great and precious promises. Now begin to declare that Baba, let there be an awakening of your supernatural intelligence within me. For a lion gives birth to a lion, light gives birth to light. The Theos gives birth to Theos. Oh, Baba, I am your child and I am partaker of your nature. So my gosh, give me the capacity to be able to engage with darkness and not be enveloped by it. Give me the ability to be able to stand tall and to rise high above of the captivity of the darkness of my generation. My God, in the midst of it all, give me the grace of a redeemer that I may be able to redeem the light in the midst of the dark situations, that I may be able to redeem the light in the midst of the brokenness of my time. My God, do not make me afraid of the things that I have been called to rule over. But my God, let the dominion mandate, let the blessing of the dominion mandate that you have placed upon me, let it be activated in my life in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Because this is the season of turning. This is the day of turning. Oh my God, la paradeka doske paya. Open my eyes to see the blessings of light in the midst of the darkness. Open my eyes to see the blessings of light in the midst of the pain. Open my eyes to see the power of light in the midst of the shame. Mando ke maradeska In the name of Jesus.
I don't know which area of your life it is. It may be a child. It may be in your home. You need to ask the Lord to reveal to you the light in the midst of it. In the name of Jesus. You see, when I look at something in the dark. What I see is different from when what an owl looks sees when he looks at it. It's different from what a dog sees. It's different from what a lion sees. Because you see, it is the spectrum of light that your eye is accustomed to see and evaluate that determines the picture that is painted before you. So different people see based on different spectrums of light. You see, the human being, the human man that exists right now is a fallen version of the original created Adam. But you see, by reason of the blood of Jesus and the restoration that we enjoy in his death and resurrection. We have the capacity to have restored sight. So you see, there are so many things that exist that we could see in the darkness that we are not able to see because our eyes have not been accustomed to see in certain spectrums of light. But you see, today I want you to begin to pray and say, Father, fine-tune the lenses in my eyes. Father, fine-tune my eyes to be able to see variations within variations of spectrum of light. Baba, in the midst of the circumstances, when I sit in the boardroom and everybody is saying, whoa, 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 it is a whoa, which we should pack up, it cannot work. Papa, give me the capacity. Father, give me the capacity to have apostolic imagination. Give me prophetic insight, oh God. Father, open me to be able to see within new spectrums of light in the midst of the darkness that they are declaring over that company. My God, open my eyes and show me, oh God, variations of your will in the midst of the matter. Papa, let the light of heaven stream through my lenses. Let the light of heaven stream through my eyes. I speak to the eyes of my spirit. I speak to the eyes of my soul. Speak to the eyes of your mind. Speak to the eyes of your body. Speak to the eyes of your heart. Command them this morning to begin to adjust, to see within the spectrum of heaven, to begin to adjust her, to see within the spectrum of God, her command the eyes of your spirit, her to come into godly evaluation, her to come into spiritual intelligence, her in the collebekelene moshanda, ikaparegedele no kompateka, ishkovelende briana koparikaza, oh maradegele de bosha. Command your eyes, command your eyes, command your eyes to see. Vamborono moshande kapa, izoveleki kalina boruku sante kepa, izande jande lekereba. In the name of Jesus, because how you see determines how you respond, and how you respond determines what comes to you. Ah, there are some opportunities you will never have again. According to the laws of the earth and according to the heart of men, you should never have the opportunity to redeem certain situations because the way you responded cuts you off permanently from an opportunity to have an, a reward in that area. But you see, God is the God that can redeem. He can give you the opportunity again, but it is not about getting the opportunity again. You will get it, but the question is, do you have the capacity to respond differently this time?
So you have to pray that God will give you new eyes. Ah, pray that God will cause you to see. Pray that God will enlighten your eyes, will enlighten the eyes of your understanding because understanding has eyes. People have understanding, but some people's understanding is blind. Some people's understanding is dark. Some people's understanding has got eye problem. So the eyes of your understanding has to be enlightened by the light of revelation so that you may be able to come into a place where you can know and judge like God. So you need this light, you need this eyes to see. Because until you have such eyes, you will not have the capacity to be able to call light out of darkness like the true theos that you are. So begin to pray. If possible, put your hand on your eyes and say, oh, my eyes. You see as God sees. You evaluate as God evaluates. You will not be driven into darkness that will envelop you. But anywhere you find yourself, oh, my eyes, you have the ability to adjust your lenses. No matter how deep the darkness is, you have the capacity to adjust your lenses to see the way that God sees the situation in the name of Jesus. Oh, my eyes, I declare over you that you are anointed by God. I declare over you that you are anointed by the Holy Spirit, you will see, you will evaluate, and you will decide according to the order of God in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. You know, because I began this morning by saying that God is a builder. This is his first introduction to us about himself, who he is. Because, you know, this whole year is the year of the builders. And this month, we are praying, we are praying, we are praying, we are praying. And I began with the divine and speaking about the fact that God is calling us in his divine nature. You cannot build. The Bible says, in the beginning, Elohim. In the beginning, the divine one created the heavens and the earth. It is impossible to walk in the anointing of the builder, except you first walk in the nature of the divine. It is impossible to walk in the anointing of a creator, except you first walk in the nature of the divine one. So this morning, the Lord is calling you to that nature. It is that nature that has the capacity to call, to instruct light, to instruct it to come out of darkness. In that darkness of, I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to go. I don't know the next move to make. Believe me, there's a light inside. And it is a spiritual skill to be able to look at darkness and identify where the light lies within it. And they do not have the language of light so that the light can understand you. Because if you don't have the language of light, you cannot speak to the light and it will hear you. So there is a language that speaks to light. There's a language of illumination that makes it possible 
for light to respond to a man. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So God has to pull you into this place where you are able to not only see the light in the midst of the darkness, but to have the language to call the light out of the darkness. If you look through the Bible, there were different ways in which Jesus engaged with different things. There were times when Jesus would speak to the wind. Jesus would speak to elements. And you would think to yourself, how can he be speaking to the elements? Because they all have ears. They all have ears, they hear and they respond. I pray that the Spirit of God will cause us this morning as the divine ones to be able to unlock the wells of power, the wells of revelation that lie within us in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that as we begin to hear about the light and as we begin to hear and pray about being builders, that something will be activated within us, the divine intelligence of God, that the divine gene that has been placed within us will be unlocked. Because the Bible says he has placed eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot comprehend it. I pray that God will give us the capacity to comprehend the eternal nature he has placed within us. Because he locked it within the gene of humanity that we may be eternal ones, that we may be those that do not only see eternity as a destination, but we see eternity as a nature. We see eternity as a life. We see eternity as capacity. We see eternity as posture. We see eternity as position. I pray that God, we unlock within every one of us the eternal ones, the eternal nature that he placed in us from the foundation of the earth in the name of our Lord Jesus. I pray that you will become like an antenna that is beaming into space, that is beaming into the heavens, and you are able to attract the angelic host. Why? Because you have unlocked the eternal gene within you. In the name of our Lord Jesus, I pray that you will be as one whose life is like a well, a a well, a well, a well that is constantly filled with the waters of eternity and eternal life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that you will become her like a connecting pipe, her, a connecting duct between heaven and earth. Her, that in the name of the Lord Jesus, her, that even as God unlocks the eternal gene within your spirit, her, that indeed you will be a connection her, between this physical world her, and the eternal life of God. Her, that is existing her in the name of Jesus. For there is a cry within our souls, O God. For there is a cry within our spirits, O God. For there is a longing within our souls, O God, to break out of the seed coat of this canal earthly world, that we, oh God, may break into the power of your eternal life and your eternal existence, that we, oh God, will be enveloped in the fire of your eternal will, oh God. My God, there is a cry within our souls this morning, ah, Baba, that everything within us, everything within us, we make contact ah, with the divine life of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Ayale de Korobo Shandevai. Ingatabaroko Shanda Parakate. 
Sande veleketele boruku setele vilakata. Channels of my spirit. Open up. Mareketele kedebara. I am with the Father. Open up. Meyekere boshanda. No boundaries, no limits. Open up. Mandele kire boshanda. Let deep call on to deep. Open up. Channels of your spirit, open up. You are with the Father, open up. No boundaries, no limits, open up. Let deep call on to deep, open up. Channels of our spirits, open up. We are with the Father, open up. No boundaries, no limits, open up. Let deep call on to deep, open up. Alegusku Impeliusku Melikusku Melekeledosko Pelia Kataladia Galabashanda. Eh, any part of your life is Koperia Katoske Pandele that has been limited before today. Isko feke foko milaki parakeska. Any part of your spirit mantongeskepa that has been struggling to enter into Ligorokoza into the deep of God. Mande keposhkapa. This morning I declare that every lead over your spirit is broken. This morning I declare that any covering over your soul is broken. Let them break in the name of Jesus. You are standing before the eternal God. You are standing before the eternal King. You are standing before the ever burning fire of his throne. Can a man sit beside fire and not become hot himself? For the presence of God is in the midst of Diha. I command every area of your life to respond. Let the channels of your constituency let them open up to God this morning. In the name of Jesus, Mande Koria Kazongeha and Gambande Gelege Dukuruku Sande Kapa. We declare holy war in our inside. In Gedu 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 Gedu. We declare holy war in our inside. Holy Ghost fight. Fire of the living God fight. In any realm that we dwell. In our souls, in our spirit, in our minds, in our bodies. Let the fire of God make way for the divine nature of God to rest on the inside of us. Let the fire of God make way for the divine nature of God to sit on the inside of us this morning. Ayagadele 
Ayala de Bores Canavan Telediga, Champaruske in Dendosco Peledi, Zanda Kele de Bocorobo Shanta Paradi, Iscofe Letteletele Musuparuska, Shanda Kapa. I hope you are praying. I hope you are praying. I hope you are praying. Man do 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 barakaze. Isovele delecate. Open up, open up, open up, open up, open up. You are receptive to the word of the Lord. You are receptive to the Teachings of truth, let your enthusiasm for the gospel return. Let faith return. Let hope return. Let change return. Let return. Let conviction return. Let perseverance return. Let strength return. Let love return. Let peace return. In the name of Jesus. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, oh, if you are here and you have lost the fire of God, you are a believer, but you know you have lost the fire. It is not like it used to be anymore. Put your hand on your heart this morning and say, Baba, so baptize me once again with your holy fire. Baptize me with your 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 fire. Ah, baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire, Lord. Origadanemo Sumbe. Shambara. Shambare. Shambara. Shambare. Mumboroko Zobia. Kaburia Kabaruko Sombrea Katambe. Kahikoskofe. Aladegelegedi. Shambaragade. I don't want anything less than your fire, Lord. I don't want anything less than your fire, Lord. I don't cry for anything less than your fire, God. Ah, you have slain too many enemies in the kingdom of darkness for you not to have fire. You have contended with too many demons for you not to have fire. You have fought too many battles for you not to have fire. The sure protection that you have is the fire of the Holy Ghost. There are some people that cannot be complacent. There are some people that cannot afford to have a day of complacency. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God, the response of God when the enemy enemy attacks is the flood of his spirit. You need a flood this morning. Baba, let it be released right now. Let the flood of your spirit, Mando Kopa, yes, let it hit that woman in her room right now. In the name of Jesus, let the flood of your spirit hit that man right now. In the name of Jesus, flood of fire, flood of fire, flood of fire. Lord of fire, I call for the baptism of fire this morning. In Galeso Felegede, you have been born again, but you have not known what it is like to carry the fire of God. This is your morning. Lido Kombereke Sode, Shanga Borokoski, Mampalando Kopeana, Chile Kotomila Kata, let fire fall upon you. Oh, 
Holy fire. Baba, we are waiting for you. Arego so kotolobo. Shandeleke delege di kaseka. Ele korobo sondekele. Anointing. Fall on me. Anointing. Fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Ayaleleko Jovia. Melelele Boshokovia. Ale koshe felia da brianos kobia la kata. Let it fall out. 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 Upon the hungry heart. Upon the thirsty soul. Let it fall out. Upon the ones that are crying. Let it fall out. Upon the ones that are yearning. Let it fall out. Upon the ones that are on their knees, let it fall, Lord. Upon the ones that are crying, let it fall, Lord. Upon the one in fetal position, let it fall, Lord. Upon the one that is desperate, let it fall, Lord. Upon the one that is desirous, let it fall, Lord. Let it fall, Jesus. Elegando boskibai. For we are building a revival. We are building a reviving army. How can we call light out of darkness if we are yet bound by the darkness? Is that okay? By the power of the Holy Ghost, we renounce, we annul any agreement we had with the darkness. This morning, renounce it in whatever way you had made that agreement. Renounce it this morning in the name of Jesus. Whether you made it by culture, whether you made it by a tradition that you have embraced, whether you made it in your words, renounce it in the name of Jesus. Declare that by the power power of the blood of Jesus, you will renounce any agreement you made with darkness. Baba, we vomit any meal of darkness that we have eaten and we have received the position or posture or mindset of darkness. Lord, we vomit it this morning in the name of Jesus. Let there be holy deliverance, oh God, that goes on in our inside. In the name of Jesus, Kore Baba Baba Shandi, 
We are the ones that ascend upon your mountains. We are the ones that are called to climb the holy hills of God. How can we carry, oh God, your presence with precision? If we have not been able to ascend with clean hands and pure hearts, if we do not repent of the, of, of the times we have sworn deceitfully and we have lifted up our souls to idols, how can we ascend this mountain? How can we stand upon your holy hills, oh God? We have a short footing in the year 2023. We will not lose the territories of our allotment and don't peledeka in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we have power, authority, and victory over darkness. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long as I am breathing, I will always worship you. Come on, make that chance this morning. And I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long as I am breathing, I will always worship you. Yes, Jesus, we will not be silent, neither will we be silenced. Baba, our worship will consistently be lifted up to you. Our hearts will consistently lie prostrate before you. Our souls will consistently yearn for you. Father, you will be the words upon our lips consistently. You will be the desire in our hearts consistently. We declare and we declare you decree that we will not be silent. Neither will we be silenced in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, 
Let every kind of demonic seed coat that covered you and made it impossible for you to penetrate the depths, the depths of the soil of God. Let them be broken in the name of Jesus. There are some demonic seed coats. They will cover your spirit and they will be petting you and be making you think that you're okay. They will be petting you and be telling you it's all right. Don't do this thing too much. You are fine as you are. But you see some of them, not some of them, all of them need to break. Because you see, it is no longer sufficient to give you the water that you need. Because what the seed code does is that it is enough to help the seed to receive nutrients and water for a season when it enters the soil. It preserves the seed so that the conditions of the soil don't terminate the seed when it enters the ground. So for a season, it covers the seed. But after a season, the seed requires more nutrients and more water. So the seed coat needs to break so that the, the, the root of the seed can come out. And then as the root enters the soil and begins to receive more water and more nutrients directly from the soil, it is now a able to bring out a shoot before you can produce food, leaves, and all these things that we see. There are some kind of seed coats that were good for a season. After a while, it becomes demonic tools that Satan uses to keep you within a certain level. They have to break. They need to break. So say this morning, let them break, my God. Any seed coat covering my life, that makes it impossible for me to break out and thrust myself into the deep of God. Let such seed code break in the name of Jesus. For some of us, it is our need for acknowledgement. It is our need to be received into certain circles. And that desire to be accepted has made it impossible for you to release your spirit into its true nature, into its true hunger. Because if you enter, you will not be able to enter the other sphere where you want to be accepted, but let it break. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I command it to be consumed by fire. Because this season, ah, you will only build if you are like the divine one. You will only be able to build your home, build your life, rebuild your soul when you first receive the nature of the divine one. Let it break. Let it break. Any kind of seed coat, whether it be in your career, some seed coats in your career, some mindset about, oh, this is how far people can go. So you have now mastered a position. You have become the God of a small corner where you were meant to rule and reign in the nations of the earth. I command such a seed coat in your career to break this morning in Jesus' name. Let new doors open. Let new gates open. Let new positions open for you in the mighty name of Jesus. It may be a seat coat in your marriage and you have said, this is how it's after. We'll go just the manager and they go until Jesus returns. It's a lie. Jesus has not yet returned. So will you be in sadness and desperation until Jesus returns? Father, we say, let that seat coat mentality, first of all, be consumed by fire. And let whatever it is, the demonic system and demonic cycle and demonic strategies of hell by which they have encapsulated your home, your heart, and your mind to believe that nothing more can come up. Let every single system of hell that has been set up around you to give you a pseudo peace that makes it impossible.
impossible for the warrior within you to rise up. Let them break in the name of Jesus. Whether it be in the realm of your mind, the realm of your imagination, the realm of expectation. Father, in the name of Jesus, let every system set up by hell to limit your mind, to limit the expectation of your spirit. Let it break. Let their structures collapse in the name of Jesus. Mosa. I want you to declare to yourself this morning, I am stepping into the deep of God in the name of Jesus. Come on, declare it. I am stepping into the depths of God in the name of Jesus. I am stepping into the depths of my destiny in the name of Jesus. I am stepping into the depths of my divine allocations in the name of Jesus. I hope somebody is praying. I am stepping into the depths of God's divine allocations for me in the name of Jesus. I am not a surface dweller. In the mighty name of Jesus, I dwell in the deep. I dwell in the deep. I dwell in the deep. I am comfortable in the deep. I make my home in the depth of God. I make my hope in home in the deep. In the name of Jesus, I receive the capacity to live, to dwell, to breathe in the deep. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I hear an amen this morning. Allah mele no so pepeperodosko papa. Isha fefele lelelele mokoro shande. Allah Yes, yes, yes. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Amen, amen. We are not surface dwellers. Amen. 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 Father, right now we call everything in our lives to follow us into the deep. Yes, Father God, we just families. We call our ministries, we call our investments, we call our friendships, we call our hopes, our dreams, we call our desires, we call everything in our lives to follow us into the deep of your spirit. Ah, Baba, hey, we are making this journey. Every part of our lives, oh God, makes the needed journey into the deep in the name of Jesus. Baba, by the same power. That you commanded the heavens and the earth by the same power by which you call light out of darkness. We call the enlightenment of your will out of the dark places of our lives in the name of Jesus. We are not prisoners, neither are we food for Satan. I am not what the enemy uses for sport. Who 
ka play with fire shamparadikatoze ke pale gedolevante we are the flaming ones we are the burning touches of elohim arande katanaboske parade katalada anyone that touches our life ale kosokoba must be ready for the consequences of fire shalaka nendoski ale ando loboshana inkele inkele inkuru uskome intantata Come on, contend this morning. Gather everything in your life. Command it to accompany you into the deep. Your spirit will not be making this journey and your soul will be left behind. Your spirit will not be making this journey and your emotions will be left behind. Your spirit will not be making this journey and your mind will be left behind. Your finances left behind. Command every part of your life to make the journey with you into the deep of God. In the name of Jesus. Ela comparadeka, shambarado koposo ke paladeke le ne meso kopaya. Iso fe 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 mere de 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 bakora has. Intala patos ke paraneka zufele tiatanda. Ishko pepele de. Whatever is available in the deep of God, it is our portion. Whether it be angelic encounters, it is my portion. Ah. Revelation and prophecies, it is my portion. Ah, making the journey to heaven and back is my portion. Ah, understanding the word of the Lord is my portion. Ah, being able to commune with the elders of heaven is my portion. Ah, being able to see scripture lifted up and come to life is my portion. Ah, whatever is in the deep, the treasures of the deep, I call them forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Pepele neberuko sanda. Fenge dila nana masko fele diad la doske papari anda doske le anda kea katan de vazagai. Ayayayayaya bo shandika. For I am the daughter of Elohim. Mazovre inge do bahai. Inside of my DNA le doske vele intan katante le tele tele tapa. Is the DNA of the ever existing, self existent one. Let him cry out from deep within my spirit, from deep within my soul. Let the voice of God cry out. Shake doskomi. Lambarade. Korebalake. Korebakose. Come on, pray for yourself. Come on, pray for yourself. Come on, pray for yourself. Vele, 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 high. Your voice, your voice is the weapon you need in the spirit realm. Your voice is the weapon you need. Break depression of yourself. Break anxiety of yourself. Break shame and weakness of yourself. Break fear of yourself. Begin to create a path for yourself. Begin to create the path of fire, the path of revival, the path of hope. Holiness, the path of truth, the path of righteousness, carve it in front of you in the name of Jesus. Carve it, carve it, carve it, carve it, carve it, carve it. Have that future. You are not as helpless as Satan wants you to think. You carry power to create. Hardwired into your mind and the functionality of your spirit is the mindset of a builder. You have been configured by God to be a creator. So create the new day. Create the path. Create the way. Open the doors. 
Make space for yourself in nations, in systems, in government. Make space for yourself in the name of Jesus. Ala gote mi akapale gedo kisonto sonto meletele tele kasu sapapa leto losi keteleke. Even as we are praying, manso fe 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 fe. Let your body, let your genes, let your blood, let your cells, let them hear the word of the Lord. Rege dalaba. Even your mind, I call it into the deep. Changate, that mind that is struggling, I call it into the deep of God. As you enter into the revelation of these words, I decree and I declare that the stronghold of Satan breaks off you right now in Jesus' name. I command that demon to pass out in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that today is the last day of the oppression and the possession. Let the fire of God come upon you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lando Cobaradosi, Yes, it is yours in the name of the Lord Jesus. Deliverance is yours. Liberation is yours. Liberty is yours. In the mighty it, I receive it. Jesus. Let God be true. Let every other situation be a lie. Let the word of the Lord be true. Let every other feeling be a lie. Let the things that God has declared concerning you, let them be true in your life and let every other thing be a lie. Let the spirit that exposes, let it expose the lies of hell and darkness in every realm of your life. Now in Jesus' name. Shambabale kotomila, zambele lekele ne mukosukele, shambaragadele kosongregadele tika. In the mighty name of Jesus, Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord, for you are holy, and forever you are God. We bless you, Lord, for you are holy. And forever you are God. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And forever you are God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. For he has broken the gates of brass. And torn the bars of iron asunder. He has broken the gates of brass. And turn the bars of iron asunder. Jehovah has broken the gates of brass. And turn the bars of iron asunder. He has broken the gates of brass. And turn the bars of iron asunder. Oh, that man will praise the Lord. Oh, that man will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, to the children of men, for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, 
to the children of he has broken the gates of brass and torn the bars of iron asunder. Jesus has broken the gates of brass and torn the bars of iron asunder. Jesus has broken your gates of brass and turn the bars of iron asunder. Jesus has broken the gates of brass and turn the bars of iron asunder. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you believe he has broken the gates of brass and he has torn the bars of iron asunder, I want you to bless the Lord. I don't know what the gates of brass were like for you or what the bars of iron that you were dealing with, I don't know what they are, but Jehovah has broken them. He has torn them asunder. He has ripped them apart. It's only one angel that we need, or we don't need more than one self to do this work we are talking about. If one angel came and slew over how many hundred thousand, uh, uh, what they call them, Egyptian in one night, think about how many are we on this call? We are not more than 300 or something. We don't even need more than one angel. Baba, we thank you because you have done it. Father, we thank you because you have done it. Spiritual geolocationing, wherever we are in the world, as long as we are under the weight of these declarations, we are located in the spirit realm to receive the miracles and the manifestations of these declarations in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Baba. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So can we just enter one little teaching before we go this morning? If I have your permission, please let me know. I know that time has gone, but, you know, we have to teach a little, you know. As my people who like fake phone, they'll say just a little, you know, let me, let's just give a little something there. Thank God. Praise Jesus. If you are joining us for the first time, we usually we teach and pray, but you know, we just have to follow Baba where as he's going. Hey, you understand? We have to follow him. We're not a uh, pente rascals. We follow the leading of Jesus. We have a master. We have a master. We follow the master. We follow the leader. Somebody says a little bit. I love it. It's just a little teaching there. <laughs> Please, let me stay on track. Thank you, thank you. So yesterday, you know, we entered this whole divine something. And we're talking about, you know, the works of the divine and the divine nature. If you were, if you've not been part of the last three days, please go to YouTube and read, Abby. Listen to the last three days. I can't wait to get back to Nigeria. This is my whispering anointing, God help me. So um, go to YouTube, watch the last three days. And all that the Lord has been saying so that you can follow because we'll be teaching about the divine. And, you know, anything I've just concluded, I've removed myself from the pressure of trying to finish everything in January. Because I told myself, this February, you understand, this March, this April, we will not die. We will live to be hearing the word of the Lord and declaring it. So if we don't enter everything that I listed out that we will learn, we'll carry it into February will continue much. I hope I'm going to still see you people on that journey. Abby, how do you see it? Uh -huh. So um, 
So I'm, I'm taking that pressure off myself and we're just pacing and going at the speed of God. You understand? So we, 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 we started this divining um, three days ago, two days ago. We have talked about what it means to have the divine nature of God. And then yesterday we entered divine timing, divine appointments. And I was teaching people about, you know, different times when divine timing came to play. You know, we talked about, oh, Lord Jesus, we've talked about so many things. We've talked about, you know, um, how prophecies, we talked about prophetic triggers. We prayed for prophetic triggers, that the things that God has sown into our lives and our destinies from the foundation of the world that were meant to be triggered at the right time, we say, God, let them be triggered, let them be triggered, let them be triggered. And in the same way, we pray for prophetic triggers. Later, the Spirit of God began to say to me, also cancel and annul demonic triggers. Because, you know, Satan is a copycat. Any principle that God establishes, he will copy it and use it for his kingdom. So there is also something called demonic triggers. It's the thing that happens when you will see that they will say in this family line, no woman will stay in their husband's house. So while she was a girl ruling the streets, dating all kinds of boys, she didn't have any issue. She had the best relationship. She was one that always walked out of relationships. When she walked out, the boys will mourn for two years till they enter rest in peace. Do you understand? Just because of her. Then when she now marries that same girl, that had street cred, the moment she marries, marriage go just useless. She not go happy. The same person that people wanted to die for will not become the one that is dying in marriage. The same person that used to have, you know, joy and peace. And if you see her street and dating CV, oh my God, it was so powerful, powerful, powerful things. But in marriage, nothing good is coming out of it. Nothing joyful, nothing happy. Why? Because there were demonic triggers. And part of the trigger was the moment they marry, let everything begin to crumble. The moment they marry, take favor away, take grace away. Let the person that used to look beautiful become ugly in the eyes of the one that they marry. Now I'm saying these things, I and mean, it may sound like a happy how far, but I'm telling you it is real. And these ones are even still low-level warfares. We have not entered territorial warfares and the warring with principalities. That's why I said to you people at the beginning of this call, know ye the darkness that you are called to contend against. You understand? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places, plus the ones in low places. There are all kinds. So you have to understand, because if you don't know your enemy, as a, if you are elected into presidency, and you don't know the enemies of your nation, you cannot successfully rule that nation. If not, you will go and empower your enemy to kill you. So part of the things you need to know is not only the allocation of resources that you have, but you must also know the allocated enemies, the enemies you got by reason of the moves you made in your life, plus the enemies that were transferred to you by reason of the moves that those before you have made. You have to understand it and it's okay to know it so that you know how to set up your spiritual security system so that when others are able to do certain things, I say, I mean, I can't touch this one. Why? Because you understand where you're coming from and where you need to go to. So, and then you now know the path that is necessary for your victory. You get what I'm trying to say? Because victory is not stereotyped. Victory is per person to person. We all have the victory in the blood, which is the ultimate victory that all things work together for our good and we will make heaven, we reign and rule with him. But while we are in this life, our warfares are different. 
If you ask John the beloved to tell you his story, the way he will narrate it is different from the way Matthew will write his own. And it's different from the way that Paul will write his own. Why? Because we all have different experiences of Christ and our battles are different. I hope we're still together. So you have to understand the darkness and the configuration of darkness in your life. So we, we talked a bit about this, about prophetic triggers. So Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, even as we have declared that let us not miss the prophetic triggers of our lives, the triggers of timing, the triggers of um, location, the triggers of people, prophetic people that were meant to walk into our lives to cause change. Whatever the triggers are, Father, may we not miss them. Maybe we be rightly positioned to also move according to your triggers, to change according to your triggers. Teach us the necessary culture that should accompany the triggers of our lives. Father, may we not be stagnant in spirit, in knowledge and in revelation when you are triggering the new day, when you are triggering the new season, when you are triggering the new time. May we evolve according to the movement and the speed of prophecy. In the name of Jesus, ah, make that prayer. May I evolve according to the speed of prophecy over my life. May I evolve according to the speed of prophecy over my life. If you have low self-esteem, if you have uh, the need to be loved and received by people, if you have fear, the day you are coronated as king, as Saul, it will all start to come out. When God now tells you, begin to raise David, begin to raise people, it will show up and it will come against your leadership. So pray, my God, I humble myself. May I evolve. May I be changed. May I be transformed at the pace of prophecy in the name of Jesus. Even as we have prayed concerning prophetic triggers, I want you to begin to declare now that, oh God, by the power in the blood of Jesus, I declare that every demonic trigger that was set up in my life by hell to manifest in times and seasons. Father, let your blood go into the root, go into the foundation of my life to annul, to cancel, to overturn every demonic trigger set up by hell to harass me, to constrain me, to disgrace me. Let them be torn down in the name of Jesus. I break their systems. I break their configuration. I scatter their signals. I say in the day where they should have detonated, they will not be able to detonate. Why? Because I have crushed the signals and I have cut off their wirings in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that every satanic trigger system begins to malfunction in the mighty name of Jesus by reason of the power and the fire of God that I am releasing this day in prayer. I decree and I declare that every satanic system that was set up to rise up against me, rise up against my destiny, rise up against my calling and ordination. Oh, it is consumed by fire in the name of Jesus. I set up new triggers, huh? triggers of victory, triggers of favor, triggers of grace, triggers of power, triggers of the anointing, triggers of honor, 
honor. I set them up right now in my life in the name of Jesus. I set them up in my future by reason of the power of the Holy Spirit. I make the journey into my future and I plant the seeds of these words in my tomorrow. I decree and I declare that when I arrive in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, I have set up prophetic triggers of favor. I have set up triggers of honor and joy and abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, I decree and I declare that September is waiting for me. Ah, I decree and I declare that July is waiting for me. There is an abundance in my future. I set up prophetic triggers in my marriage, in my business, in my children. I set up prophetic triggers. It will trigger the right wife for my sons. It will trigger the right friends for my children. It will trigger the right children and the teachers and mentors for my children. In the name of the Lord Jesus, when the day shall come, it shall be written that the words that I have spoken will cause favor to rain upon them. For the Bible decrees that as they that feared the Lord began to speak one to another, that the Lord heard them, and the words that they spoke was written in the book, I decree and I declare that angelic scribes are allocated to us this morning to write, to write, to write the triggers we are speaking about that we are sowing into our futures. Angelic scribes, there is a record of the words that we are speaking. We decree that in the name of the Lord Jesus, they are waiting for us in our tomorrow to manifest in Jesus' name. Somebody say godly triggers, prophetic triggers, holy triggers, declare it over your life in the name of Jesus. Ara for you to be lifted high. All I want, Karada Sukadaba, is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want, Marananiko Satava, is for you, for you to be glorified. For you to be lifted high. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, please help us to make this journey forward. Amen. So as we, we were speaking um, yesterday, we spoke about these triggers. And then we went further down and we began to see how it works. We looked at King Cyrus of Persia and how, you know, the, the, the triggers that Jeremiah had set up by reason of the prophecies that he released, prophecy of God, how King Cyrus in his first year of his rule, we looked at 2 Chronicles 36, 22. In the first year of his rule, here was King Cyrus. He rose up and made a declaration to go build a God, a house in Judah. A Persian king. Why? Because it was already written concerning him. You know. And then we looked how also prophetic triggers brings judgment. It keeps judgment waiting. We looked at the propane fire 
Please mute your mic. Looked at the profane fire of Nadad and Abi. Oh, please mute your microphone. I'm not sure who that is. Um, the, the profane fire of Nadad and Abihu and how um, those were the sons of Aaron. And we're talking about how you must raise your sons to know the triggers that have been allocated in the spirit. I need you to understand this thing. This is why when people are about to die, they look for their children. Many of them look for their sons because they are trying to transfer the things that have been written and scribed in the family lineage, in the priesthood of that family, they are trying to transfer it to the next generation. It is a godly principle because you see it in Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you see consistently in scriptures, the transference of blessings. Even when Jesus was about to die, same thing. The Bible says he sat with them at the table of communion and he broke bread. He said to them, this is a covenant I am making with you because I'm about to die so that you can be partakers of not just my death, but also my resurrection, my life and my victory that I'm going to get for you. So it's the same way Satan mimics the kingdom of God. So in the same way, you see that demonic altars that are raised in families, they try to also get the sons and get the children into those demonic systems by transferring to them at death. Why? Because whatever you have that is not transferable to another generation, you cannot get, it does not become a witness on the earth. It doesn't become a system on the earth. And you know, that's another thing I need us to begin to think about as we pray in prayer reign. Because I found out that this generation is so, Self, 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 me, my, my way, you know, and we don't see legacy and transference. I pray that the spirit of God will broaden your perspective. And in the spirit of realm, stretch your eyes to see, not just today, but to see tomorrow's tomorrow. So that when you plan in today, you are planning for the future of tomorrow in the name of Jesus. So that everything you build and erect and be transferable to the point where it becomes legacy. Now, why am I saying it? You must also think about this divine nature and this divine appointment. You must also think about it in terms of the future because you and I were appointed to be on this call long before our forefathers were born. This day, this message was appointed by God long before we were created. In the same way, you can partner with God for divine appointments for your children, divine appointments for your grandchildren and for your lineage. This is how certain children, people like Samuel, were divinely appointed by their mothers even before they were born. And so the mother already agreed with God. When the child, the child is weaned from the breast around two, three years, we will bring him to you to come and serve you. Someone already had a divine appointment even before he was born. So it is possible to have divine appointment for your seed. And this is the power of parenting, the power of parenthood. The power of parenthood is not Instagram picture. The power of parenthood is not couple goals, family goals. The power of parenthood is not swimming class and basketball lesson. That's not the power of parenthood. The power of parenthood is partnership with, partnering with God for co-creation of a life and destiny. That's the power of parenthood, that God gives you the honor to stand like 
God over the life of a human being and to begin to craft and design their destiny according to a heavenly divine picture that you see. And then you set up prophetic triggers and timings for that child so that you begin to declare according to what you observe in heaven that when the child is XYZ age, this will happen by the power of the Holy Ghost. When the child is also, have you not seen people, they will go and study abroad. They will spend years doing masters and PhD. After a certain time, they will just pack their bag and go back to the village. Why? Demonic triggers. So the Bible says concerning Moses, that when Moses became 40 years, ah, something happened to him. There was a trigger in his spirit. He says from that day, he decided it was better for him to be part of the slaves than to be called the son of a king, which is Pharaoh. How does that happen to a man if it is not a trigger that his mother set up? When they went to call the mother to be the nurse of Moses, and she taught him, and the sister, they taught him, Miriam, about the ways of God, about the ways of Jireh, about the ways of Elohim, about the ways of their father's father's father, about the stories of Jacob and Joseph, so that even though they may have left the palace, it was a trigger set up in him. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go. When he grows, he does not have a choice. He cannot depart from it. Why? The way of a human being is set up in the person when the person is a child. It's not when the person is an adult that the way is set. It's a train of the child in the way that he should go. So you create the way while the person is yet a child. When he grows, the way that he will take will be the way that you set up. The problem is many of us send our children to schools. Many of them send them on vacations with two lessons, but we don't set the way. Setting the way is different from education. Setting the way is different from, come, let us go and pray, do morning devotion. That's not setting the way. Those things are good. Those are the cultures of the way. But the way is the way. You take their life and in the place of prayer, you covenant them to God and you make certain specific intentional agreements with the Lord. You connect them with the altar of intercession and you give angelic charge concerning them that wherever they go, this is what will happen. This is what will happen. You, there's no need that growing up and fighting one, one, one vain woman, one uh, uh, rehab that your son wants to marry. When you could have started any foundation of a rehab and desire while he is yet a child. This is how you set up triggers. So we see the story of the sons of Aaron. And you know, this is the same story of the sons of Eli. We see the story of the sons of Aaron. So it is possible to be around spirituality and never bring forth a spiritual seed. It's very possible. It is possible to be around a spiritual system and never give birth to a godly seed. So being around spirituality does not equate to birthing godliness. Betting godliness is intentional. It is the intentional transfer of DNA and genotype to what you are bringing forth. So as a builder, just because you are a Christian doesn't mean your business is born again. Just because you are a Christian doesn't mean that the, the thing you gave birth to, the business, the ministry, the, this one is born again. You have to consecrate and set it up intentionally and take of what is of you and transfer it. Interpret what is of you, your virtues, your values, your consecration, everything that has built up the system of the spiritual house that you are. You have to articulate it and transfer it in the form of documents to whatever system you are building. 
Otherwise, you will be a holy man that builds an unholy system. Otherwise, you will be a righteous man that gives birth to unrighteous seed. Are you with me this morning? So it is intentional transference. So here are the sons of Aaron that came and they brought profane fire. That is the problem. When you give birth to seed that is around your spirituality, but do not understand the protocols that birth the spiritual life you have. They will mimic it. You see it also in the seven sons of Skiva. They knew how their father did deliverance. So today, today, when they took the demonic person in, but they did not know that the time and the season had changed. They thought that they could just do it. Ah, we know how they do it now. So also, okay. And they say in the name of Jesus, we Jesus. Uh, so they were around the spiritual system, but they did not understand the true spiritual protocols that bet the power of the system. If you don't raise seed, that understand the protocols of the power that you handle, they will be taken down by that same system. So you see the sons of Eli were killed by the same God that Eli served all his life. The sons of Aaron were taken down by the same God that Aaron was sworn to his priesthood. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. This is a message for some people here. I don't know who it's for, but I know it's for somebody. You have to be careful. So that everything you are building, everything you are raising, everything you are birthing follows the protocol, the protocols, the protocols of the fire that you have received. So, so this was how we looked yesterday at, you know, this profane fire from the sons of um, um, Aaron, and we went further down to just talk about, you know, praying for our prophetic triggers, and we looked at Habakkuk 2, and we looked at about how, you know, if the vision is for an appointed time, the power of appointed times, even though it tarry, it will not tarry, and I said, when you write down, you know, the things that, you know, God says to you, you are setting up your future for divine timing, you are releasing divine edicts, and I said that I, I know someone that called it supernatural to-do lists, so, and when you write these things down and you inscribe them down, what you are doing is that you are discharging specially assigned angels that are programmed and arranged to carry out the things you have written in the future. So, you know, and I, then I, I talked about Jeremiah 8 verse 12, and I began to talk about, you know, how some people in the time of their inspection, they stumbled. And, you know, I have often taught this thing about even Adam and Eve, the Bible says, and God came down in the spirit of the day. Let me tell you, Satan could not take Eve down any, just any day that he wanted. There must have been a day. It is not just any day you come and you take down a divine one. There must have been a day. There must have been an allotted season for inspection. Only that day could he come and tempt him. The same way he could not just take Job down just any day. Think about it. If Job, 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 that was not working in the fullness of humanity, Job was a broken, limited version that had death at work in him. If Job, the enemy could not just come and tempt him, Bagara, anyhow, just one day, think about Adam and Eve that carried the fullness of God and were walking in the full expression of humanity. Think about them. Is it possible that that day was set and allocated for testing? 
Because the Bible says, and God came down in the cool of the day to meet with them. And I told you that the word for cool, the Hebrew word for cool is the same word for spirit. And God came down in the ruach of the day, in the breath of the day. So that day had a spirit, that day had a life, that day had a purpose, that day had an intention. If only they were able to discern their divine appointments, the divine appointment of that day. If they were able to discern it, they would not have walked amiss. Eve would have known that, mm, this snake, it has been moving across this garden since. Why not today can't decide to talk to me? It has been moving since. Why is it today is highlighting this fruit? What, what is going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? You understand? As a woman, you have to step back and ask yourself, that what's, what's all this unofficial toasting going on? Is it today that I'm beautiful? Why is it now that up and everywhere you go, the people... The people that have died since, the boyfriends that have died 50 years ago, they will not resurrect and be saying, my God, so beautiful, nice post, nice look, nice outlook. Ask yourself, what is really happening? Perhaps there's a rework of the day. There's the spirit of the day. Maybe it's the time for judgment. Maybe there is something that is going on and Satan wants you to miss it. Are you with me, people of God? As a man, ask yourself, ah, 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 ah. You've been going to gym since it's not today that your six pack sets. Why is it now that every uh, uh, every girl that you pass want to be with you? Why is it now that they are sending you message, all kinds of things? There is something that is going on in that day. Perhaps it was the time where good judgment was required of you to qualify you for another level of authority and power. Or Satan wants to sabotage. Satan wants you to miss it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So spiritual alertness, you know divine timings. So we read that scripture in, uh, in Nehemiah, um, in Jeremiah 8, 12. And that scripture where it says, they were ashamed when they did, when they did abominable. Yeah, they are not even ashamed and blushing. They have not known. Therefore, do fall, they, fall, they do fall among Falling ones, in the time of their inspection, they stumble, said Jehovah. So yesterday we prayed that God, do not let me stumble in the day of my inspection. You can make that prayer again. Do not let me stumble in the day of my inspection. Do not let me stumble in the day of my visitation. Make me alert, Lord Jesus, to the time of my visitation so that I can prepare myself for my lover. In the book of Songs of Solomon, the Bible speaks about the lover. The woman had waited, prepared herself and waited and waited and said, but the lover is not coming. So she went to lie down. And when the lover came, he said, open the door. And she was just there wasting time, thinking she had time and he left. The Bible says she ran into the street searching for the lover. Let me tell you, there were some people, Jesus appointed time to meet with you. But that was the day you said this Netflix series, if I don't finish it, ah, I will die. And then you watch manifest and missed your manifestation. People of God, do not miss the day of your visitation. For some people, you missed the time when God was about to pour a fresh anointing upon you through a vessel. And then it was that same sitting season that Satan now set up all kinds of talk against that person. So you now woke up one day and that 
person that God set up to be the channel through which impartation will come upon you. You now rose up in hatred and anger towards the person and acted foolishly. And then you missed the day, day of, your, uh, of, of, your, of your visitation. Pray again and say, God, please help me to be discerning. Help me to not miss the day of my manifestation, the day of my inspection, the day of my visitation. Father, make me matured in spirit that I may be able to discern your movement, that I may prepare myself, that I may organize myself accordingly, that I may make the necessary moves, oh God, to be able to carry the visitation in the name of our Lord Jesus. May I not be like the men on the road to Emmaus, that Jesus is walking with me, I am Jesus with him and I don't even know it is the Lord but God may I be able to discern your presence Father awaken my spirit to know the setup and the timings for my life may I not limit the things that you have programmed for my destiny by reason of my personal weaknesses but oh God help me to deal with the things that I need to deal with before the day of my visitation before the day of my manifestation may I not miss it in the name of Jesus Oh, come on, somebody pray. Imagine if Esther did not prepare before the day they called her to be with the king. She would have missed an opportunity to be a queen. She would have derailed the destiny of the children of God. Come on, pray that God will help you to prepare and secure your life, secure your character, secure your mindset, secure your thinking, secure your, your behavior before the day of your testing comes so that you don't miss the season of promotion, so that you don't miss the season of authority and location in the name of the Lord Jesus. Baba, we know that only you are able to help us. My God, that is why we pray because in our weakness, oh God, we are unable to position ourselves to receive the fullness of divinity. But God, we are said in your word that your strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. So Jesus, we lean on you. You said we should commit, oh God, all our ways into your hands and you will direct our path. We are committing the way of our destiny. We are committing the way of our divine visitations to your hand. Baba, direct our path. Baba, prepare us. Baba, equip us. My God, do not let me go until I am fully prepared. Ah, my God, train me even better than my mother trained me. The way my mother was hard and insisted on certain parameters. My God, insist. Do not allow me, oh God, take an inch outside of the parameters of my destiny. Papa, constrain me and confine me. Even though I may weep, oh God, by God, keep to the plan. Hold me, oh God, hold me within the barriers of your will. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you who did not rescue Jesus from Gethsemane, you allowed him to stay in that garden, even though blood was coming from his head. My God, that same capacity, let it be released over my life. Papa, constrain me so that I will not miss my ultimate promotion. My God, constrain me so that I will not miss my ultimate position in a visitation. In the name of Jesus. Vele de vrene mama mama vara viso fecheka. Shamparo a se fele vele maroba sake. San vandele vila nambro koske fala tilada. Shimbra anke kuta nafa kento le diska impalante legede. Ah, I see the Lord releasing angels of preparation 
I see them angels of preparation. The way that there were people appointed to prepare Esther. I see God releasing angels of preparation. I see him preparing queens. I see him preparing Deborahs. I see him preparing Baraks. I see him preparing kings. I see him, yes, I see him releasing tutoring angels that would teach. They are teaching. I see them writing on boards and instructing. I see the Lord enrolling some people in schools of the spirit. I see him enrolling people in schools of the anointing, in schools of revelation. Somebody is being enrolled in the next level of destiny. Some of you will rule nations. Some of you will govern on behalf of God. The destiny of generations, the destiny of the youth is in the hands of some people here. My God, prepare us. My God, prepare us. My God, prepare us as an army, an awakened army that will not miss the day of their inspection. In the name of Jesus. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And yes, Judy, I pray that the Spirit of God will indeed keep you in the tutelage of his spirit so that you will know his heart and know his mind. And as the Lord releases you, you will be released to perform and to do everything he has called you to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for your precious promises and your precious blessings that you have released over us this morning. My God, I bless you. My God, I thank you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So we looked at Jeremiah and, you know, we, we prayed and said, God, let us, don't let us miss our times of inspection. And we looked at Psalm 102, you know, and I said, go back and read it. We talks about the time of God's favor. And it says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her has come. And I said to you, wait favor. Look, let me explain something to you, please. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that you elevate the sight of everybody on this call. That from today, Lord Jesus, you will give them the capacity to see into the spirit realm. Father, that they may not evaluate the words that you have written in scriptures the same way they evaluate the words of literature and science. But God, I pray that you give them the eye of the spirit to see the word in the platform and in the dimension where the word of God takes life. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, when favor, when favor wants to enter your life, Two things, like I said, there is time and there is mercy. It says, God, there is a time, a trigger in the timing of your life where it is the time for you to be favored. And you need to understand what I'm saying. When the time came for the favor of, um, what's the name of Esther's Mordecai, the Bible says that day the king could not sleep. He could not sleep. And the king was tossing and turning. 
And he said, what shall be done? What, shall, what, what, what is it? And he said, get me the books, read it to me. And then as they read to him, he said, what was done for Mordecai? What was done for this person that adverted an attempt, attempt of murder on my life? They were going to kill me. He was the one that stopped it. What was done for him? They said nothing. And then he called Haman and said, Haman, what should be done? Listen to me. When the set time of favor comes, even your enemies will sit and plot your promotion without knowing it. The power of enmity does not exceed the power of favor. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the enmity of your enemy is not more powerful than the force of God's favor. They will declare goodness over your life without knowing it. That's how favor works. And I'm not, if you know me very well, I'm not one of those preachers that just loosely, you will be favor, you will get money today. I don't do things like that, but I am telling you, you cannot throw the baby out with the bathwater. Favor is a component of the kingdom. You understand? There is a whole department allotted to the outworkings of favor in heaven. It's a whole department because favor has infrastructure. It has structure, it has texture, it has fragrance, it has presence, it has culture. A man that is favored by God, there's a culture by which he lives. There are certain things he does not say because he understands that to preserve this thing that is given to him, there's a way he must talk. For those of us who are Africans, we know this thing. When you go to the juju priest and they give you certain things, they will tell you to keep this thing. You must not do like this. You must not eat at this time. You must not say A, B, C, X, Y, Z, Y. There are cultural regulations to the, 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 the kind of thing that you carry. Let me help you understand. So when favor is about to mount a station in your life, part of the thing that God refers to, I said it yesterday, is he will release mercy. And I say mercy is the executive order of God. That's why it says I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy on. So when you enter your life and you, and for, for one whole prayer time, God says, just ask for mercy. And you are praying, may I so give I, let the mercy of God, Lord have mercy on my life, Lord have mercy on my spirit, Lord have mercy on my soul. Let me tell you, it's not a waste of time. Because what you are crying out for is the executive order of God that is superimposed every, over every other penalty, over every other order, over everything else in your life. And when mercy enters, it is mercy that makes it possible for certain penalties to be overlooked. It is mercy that now cooperates and mercy um, 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 partners with the blood and mercy partners with the blood to release the, 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 the goodness of the blood, but also to release um, the judgment of the blood that judges the voice of Satan over your life. The partnership of mercy and the blood. Show us what I'm talking about. So as all of these things begin to work out, there are the preparations before the advent of favor. So that as mercy does his work, you can now receive the favor of God. And when favor lands in your life, it's not a perfume that everywhere you go, you just be scenting. People will just be liking you. That's juju. That's no favor. Part of what favor does is that favor will then begin to give you insight and revelation. Favor will begin to give you understanding. Favor will begin to give you knowledge. Favor will begin to give you clarity. Favor will begin to give you inside information so that you can posture and position yourself. Favor will now begin to tell you who to talk to and how to go about things. Do you know, I, I tell people when I was going to have my baby, God told me you will get pregnant. 
and you would, you, you, you're going to do it through IVF. He says, but I will tell you, go and ask these two people where to go to, to do this IVF. Where they tell you to go to is where to go to. I need you to understand something. So where did they tell me to go to? I landed in the office of Dr. Barry. The two people confirmed it. Ah, there's this doctor, Dr. Barry, doctor. As I heard the second confirmation, I was on the phone with T.Y. Bello. She was the second person. She said, Dr. Barry, as we were talking on the phone, I entered the motor. I was driving to the office. I need you to understand how favor works. And then it was by reason of the favor of God. That's how I arrived there. And then I began this whole process of how many years of delay. Finally, as I got pregnant, it is that same infrastructure of favor that made it possible for the day they told me at 23 weeks, you have lost 90% of your amniotic fluid. As I called Dr. Biru and I said, Dr. B, uh, is, uh, I said, Dr. Biru, uh, they said the baby, I've lost uh, 90% of my amniotic fluid. They have to take the baby out. She said, Pia, the baby will not die. We are going to America today. Let's be going, let's be going. It is called favor. Favor is what made her leave her hospital, leave all her patients to follow me to America to preserve what? A baby we had not seen, a baby we had not touched. It's different if it's a human being that has lived there. You say, ah, the person has been good to me. Let me go and help him in America. No. Let me tell you, where favor is working for you, favor will cause kings to rise up and to fight your battle. It is how it works. It has nothing to do with who you are. It has nothing to do with what you have done. It has everything to do with destiny, divine timing, and the purpose of God. You need to understand how it works. Because when you understand these workings of the spirit, you will not manipulate your way to people's lives. You will understand that there is divine allocation in heaven for every place you need to enter and every position you need to hold. It is divinely allocated. And you need to know how to arrange yourself because there's a behavior that accompanies favor. When you are favored by God, you don't carry yourself anyhow. You understand. Anyway, it's like we cannot enter divine estates today. I'm just going to leave it there. So where we land, we land to the glory of Jesus Christ. Because it's two hours already, people of God. I don't want to be that pastor that says, no, we're closing in the next two minutes. Then two hours later, we're still there. Anyway, uh, he said, ah, let us enter. Hey, you, uh, we don't have that time. He said, stop joking and be serious and do what you're here to do. Okay. So, um, so because as, so as favor begins to work in your life, there's the whole operation of favor is set up in your life. The whole structure is set up. You then begin to realize that favor changes your dreams and your vision. When favor enters your life, the thing you could not believe for before you start to believe for it. The moment the favor to bring forth my child. Remember what God said to Mary. Mary, blessed are thou amongst women. So for her to be able to carry Jesus, she had to be favored amongst women. You need to understand what I'm saying. She had to be favored. She had to be separated amongst women. So when I say favor, favor is what makes coronation possible. Favor is what makes conception possible. The reason why some people never have any dream or vision, you need to cry out for the favor of God. When the favor of God comes upon your life, it will scrape away all the 
condemnation that was heaped upon you by the mistakes of your parents. Favor will separate you and reallocate to you the destiny that God has called for you. What do you think Jabez was crying for? He was saying, God, that thou wouldest bless me. Hey, my mother gave me a name called Jabez, but God, let your favor come upon me. It lets it remove me and deliver me from the cage that the authority of my life puts me inside so that it will break me out. Faithful can cause deliverance to happen. It will remove you from the things that are legally your portion by reason of the allocation of authorities in your life. Faithful will break you out of it. So when we say favor, please don't say favor is my name. That's not favor. That's not favor. There's warfare in favor. Because for you to be favored, there must be a defense of why you are picked amongst many. For you to be favored, there must be a, a, a defense of why you should be pulled from the hand of, an, a, of a lawful captive and be removed from there. So there is a legal system that backs up the working of and the operations of favor. There are legalities to favor. So I to understand what we are talking about. So when he says the set time of God's favor, don't think that we're just saying, oh, my set time has come, it's your time. No, timing is powerful. Divine timing is powerful. When divine timing comes to play, all of heaven begins to arrange itself. All of heaven, no questions asked. The moment God says it is time, no questions asked, everything arranges itself. That's why when the doctor told me, madam, look at your scan. This baby will die. At the most, within 28, 48 hours, this baby will die because you've lost 90% of your amniotic fluid. Listen to me. I, when I looked at the doctor, I said, doctor, you don't understand. This baby cannot die. I wasn't saying it the way I'm talking now. My whole body was shaking. Everything in me was shaking. But my spirit knew a truth about divine timing. I knew that the time of this pregnancy was not like the other pregnancies. I had seen it favor open my eyes to behold the child in the spirit realm. I had seen Christ forming him in the heavens. It was impossible for that which I had seen and beheld in the spirit realm by the favor of God that gave me entrance into what the Lord was staring in the spirit. It was impossible for it not to manifest. And I said to the doctor, I said, doctor, you don't understand. This child will leave. He has to leave. He's going to leave. Why? Because it is the will of God. The set time has come. The set time has come. So people of God, I pray that today, Asafi Kalondo Pokush, Mentaboko Begeli, Palangle Inkanto Zubrendelika, that God will release his mercy upon us as his people. Let the mercy of God locate us. Let the mercy of God accompany us. Let the mercy of God fall upon our lives and fall upon our families. We are limited in our knowledge. We are limited in our actions. Baba, we have made mistakes, but have mercy on us. Because by reason of the fact that we are even teaching this message and we have come back to it again today, I perceive in my spirit that many people are sitting in their divine timing. So God, we ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus, have mercy. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Release mercy into my life. My God, Ele Kunosi, Ateve Kaba, 
Who can instruct the Lord? I cannot instruct you, but you have given me, oh God, the clearance to come and reason with you, to whisper into your ears. Ah, Elohim, I whisper into your ears, oh God, as one eh, and daughter of Elohim to Elohim. I say, have mercy on me because we understand, oh God, that mercy prepares the way for favor. So because we know in 2023, we need your favor to make the necessary shifts to build the needed structures to enter the right places so god we ask that as your mercy comes may favor accompany it in our lives in the name of jesus my God, set up the camp of favor within us, within our family, within our ch children, in the name of Jesus, within the things that we build, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we thank you because we know we have entered into a new day, because we know we have entered into a se new season, because we know that your favor rests upon us. God, we receive it in all its fullness. We receive the magnitude of your mercy and favor in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I bless you, Lord. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have to end here. Tomorrow we'll talk about our divine estates and our allocations and our spaces prepared for us in the spirit by God. Our sphere of influence, our places of power, the, 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 the allocations for us where we execute the will of God. We will go in there tomorrow. Please pray throughout this day. The scriptures I gave you yesterday, keep using them today and keep declaring throughout the day that the set time to favor me has come. Ha. It sounds like a, some kind of scam. Declare it, declare it, declare it. Declare it over every aspect of your life. Declare it over your nation. Declare it over your children. Declare it over yourself. Some of us know how to pray for people. We do know how to pray for ourselves. It's not a noble thing to not be able to pray for yourself. It's not noble. There was a time where I thought it was noble, but it is not. Because who can raise intercession for you more than yourself? Who can be more passionate about the dealings inside of you than yourself? There are some things you struggle with. All you can tell somebody is pray for me. You can't even tell them the truth about what you're struggling with. So you have to pray. You have to pray. Make this whole month a month of prayer. Make it a month of prayer. Set your house on fire. Anoint your doors. Anoint your windows. Anoint your feet. Anoint your head every day. Declare the word of the Lord over yourself. Carry yourself within the wind of the spirit. And I know that our God that has called us to prayer reign, he will rain down his power and favor upon us in the name of Jesus. I will be here again tomorrow. We will pray again tomorrow, 5 a.m. West African time. Invite your friends. Be responsible for somebody. Wake them up. Call them. Wake up. Call your husband. Call your wife. Tell them, oh, yeah, get up. Well, let us pray. Because I will still come tomorrow and we will teach. 
If the Lord permits me to enter divine estate, we'll enter. If he says, oh yeah, jump and pass, enter another topic, we will enter, but we'll be following the master. Because you see, this year, Kilimas, Kafeida, everything that Jesus has appointed, we will enter. Remember what I said to you at the beginning of this call, analyze the darkness. You cannot call light out of a darkness you don't know. Don't be afraid. Pray and ask Jesus, show me. What are the limitations? What are my blind spots? What are the things that the enemy has tried to shield me from so that I don't see is at work, is at play? Write it down. Write it down, write it down. The struggles from your papa's side, the struggle from your mama's side, your own personal struggle. Write everything down. Then in the midst of it, begin to superimpose the word of the Lord over those dark areas, over those darkness spots and manifestations. Do you understand? So by impose the word of the Lord over them, begin to call light out of it. Here you get, that's how they do it. <laughs> because you are a workman, you are a craftsman, craft in the spirit. Don't just be praying prayer recklessly like somebody when just they learn work. Do you understand? Yeah, I declare and decree in the name of, what are you crafting? Craft it, craft it, arrange it, organize it. Look for the scripture. You need to balance it until the prayer balance, no living. Do you what I'm trying to say? So I know that the spirit of God is with you and God will keep you and God will strengthen you. I'm currently in Maryland. If there's any of you that's in Maryland, in America, please let me know. God bless you. And I look forward to being back in Nigeria soon. So pray for me and my family. Pray for my husband my children um, who always just are so kind, my husband and children are so kind to give me space. They give me three hours before this call to be away from them. So from eight o'clock till 11, I'm away from them, which is the time we should have been playing, watching TV together. But they know that mommy has to do prayer read. So bless them for me, that God will keep them for me. You know, God bless you. I love you all. I am grateful for you. God bless you. Have a lovely day. Bye. Pastor Stephanie, over to you, woman of God. Thank you so much, Pierre. God bless you. Thank you for um, leading us so powerfully. Um, it's been such a powerful day four. Um, so many declarations, so many prayers to go back to. Um, please, let's not forget <clears throat> to go back and watch them over and over again. And it's the weekend, thankfully. So we have some time, you know, to stay in the place of prayer and just kind of like allow the scriptures and the teachings and the word and the prayers to just like marinate into our spirits, you know. So please take out the time to go back to these teachings and listen to them again. So we are fasting, like we said, we're fasting. It's a water fast. No food, no fruits, no juices, nothing, just water um, from six to six. And then you break individually. For those that want to fast, uh, maybe just the six hour window, that's from 12 noon um, to 6 p.m. You can also do that. So you only have a six hour window to eat and then you fast for the rest of the day. Um, if there's any other information we'll share, please, if you like to give, we encourage you to give to support everything that we're doing at the People of Influence. The link has been posted on the chat. So please um, partner with us and give to the work that we are doing. Someone is asking for the recordings. 
you'll find them on YouTube um, within another hour, thereabouts. Um, I think we have everything covered for now. Thank you all. God bless you. I pray that as you go forth, the Lord will be with you. I pray that the Lord will give you the language of light. He will give you the strength. He will give you the capacity to make the necessary warfare that is required in this season um, in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Thank you all. Bye.